Welcome to the Believer's Voice of Victory from Kenneth Copeland Ministries. Download the notes at kcm.org notes. Hello, everybody. I'm Kenneth Copeland. Welcome to the Believer's Voice of Victory broadcast. Let's have a word of prayer, and we'll get right into today's Bible lesson. Oh, Father, we praise you, and we thank you, and we worship you. We open our hearts, and we open our minds to receive revelation from heaven. And, sir... By faith, we receive the compassion of Jesus, and He was moved with compassion and healed them all. And we receive that compassion today, and we release it by faith. And we thank you that the people are healed and made well. And those that don't know Jesus, receive him as Lord and Savior. There is a heaven to gain and a a hell to shun. And we praise you for it today in Jesus' name. Amen. Hallelujah. Welcome. Glad you're here today. Open your Bibles with me again today to the book of Romans chapter 4. And we will read, beginning with the uh, 16th verse, Therefore it is of faith, so that it might be by grace. To the end, the promise or the covenant might be sure to all the seed, not to that only which is of the law, but to that also which is of the faith of Abraham, who is the father of us all. As it is written, I have made thee a father of many nations. Before him, now the cross-reference as we we, uh, noticed yesterday, says like unto him or like him before him. Abraham, like God, in God's presence, who who quickeneth the dead and calls those things which be not as though they were. Abraham, like God, in God's presence, called things that be not as though they were. He did that through faith in God. Now, notice the rest of this, and you can see it. Who against hope believed in hope that he might become the father of many nations according to that which was spoken, so shall thy seed be. Being not weak in faith, he considered not his own body now dead when he was about a hundred years old, neither yet the deadness of Sarah's womb. He staggered not at the promise or at the covenant promises of God through unbelief, but was strong in faith, giving glory to God. What gives God glory? Being strong in faith and believing what he said and putting his word in your heart and his word in your mouth and calling things that be not as though they were by faith. Amen being fully persuaded that what he had promised, what he had covenanted with Abraham to do, he was able also to perform it. 
Abraham was fully convinced that whatever he had covenanted with, with him to do, he was fully able to do it. Now, what caused him to be fully persuaded? You know, there was a time there that he was not fully persuaded. You remember that? He came before God and he said, well, you know, I know you told me that. I, 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 I know you told me I was going to have a, a, a son, but you know, uh, uh, how about, how about if somebody born in my house would do it? And the Lord said, no, that ain't good enough. Then he entered into the covenant of blood with him. And he walked, God walked, the, a burning fire walked in the blood of those animals that Abraham had, had prepared. His name was Abram the day he prepared them. And that night as God walked through there in covenant, in covenant, walking in blood, swearing, promise to him that he was heir of the world and the father of many nations. Amen. In that blood covenant, praise God, his name was changed, was no longer Abram. In Abram, the very sign of the name of God was put in the middle of that name. Abraham. <laughs> indicating the union of the two, God and this man. God said, as for me, there's a covenant between me and thee. And, and Abraham said, well, yeah, me too. Glory to God. That's when it, as an anchor to the soul, when he became aware he's a blood brother to God. Mm. Oh, don't preach myself happy. Glory to God. Amen. Now, that was in the blood of animals. That's the old covenant. Now, what's the difference between the old covenant and the new? The new covenant, a better covenant with better promises, better, a better covenant. With, let, let me say it in a little different way. It's right here in the book of Hebrews. If we had time, we'd go over there. But we, yeah, I guess we got time because the Lord just said go there. So here we go. In, in the book of Hebrews, in the sixth chapter, verse 17, wherein God willing more abundantly to show unto the heirs of promise, that's you and me, the immutability of his counsel. The word immutability, immutability uh, is, the, the, the word translated immutability is absolute unchangeableness the unchangeableness of his counsel confirmed it by an 
oath, sworn oath. Listen to me now. That by two immutable things, two unchangeable things in which it was impossible for God to lie, we might have a strong consolation. That, that word means inner strength, that we may have a strong inner strength who have fled for refuge to lay, a hold, to lay hold upon the hope that is set before us, which hope we have as an anchor of the soul both sure and steadfast, which enters into that within the veil. Wherefore the forerunner is for us entered, that's the Holy of Holies, Jesus made a high priest forever after the order of Melchizedek. This covenant, these two immutable things, in which it was impossible for God to lie. When, when Melchizedek came before Abram with bread and wine, elements of the covenant, this was before he, God walked in blood before him. But he had given promise to Abram and Melchizedek brought bread and wine. The two immutable things, amen. Now listen to me. Two immutable things, the oath, the covenant in the blood and the body of Jesus. Glory to God. And here you and I are today. God swore, walking in the blood of animals, God swore in the blood of Jesus. Hallelujah. When, when God raised Jesus from the dead, he raised him up out of the pit of hell. Glory to God. Where he had suffered three days and nights, for Adam's transgression, and, and he, he suffered there. He had been made to be sin for us. He knew no sin, that we might be made the righteousness of God in him. And the scripture said, and he was manifested in the flesh, that's when he was born of Mary, and he was made alive in the spirit, that's when from the spirit, uh, the, uh, the spiritual death that he bore for us in that pit and the word of the living God, God called him God. <laughs> he was still in hell. Well, here it is right here in the first chapter of Hebrews. God calleth things that be not as though they were. Here it is right here. For unto which of the angels said any time, Thou art my son, this day have I begotten thee, and again I will be to him a father, and again he shall be to me a son, and again when he bringeth in the first begotten into the world, he said. Now listen, Jesus is still 
in this emaciated state in hell. I know there's many of you who have never heard this before and you get all shocked and, and um, when, when these things, but this is Bible. See, we've been, we, we, we have been religiously brainwashed instead of scripturally taught. Glory to God. Listen to Isaiah 52, 14. This is talking about Jesus. As many were astonished at him, his visage, his form was so marred more than any man and his form more than the sons of men. He didn't look like a man. This is what, it started on that cross. This is what got that centurion's attention. He, did, he had no idea what was going on. He just, uh, hey, this is something must be happening here. And, and they see, they, everybody thought that God did this because he blasphemed God and called himself the son of God. And, and they, they, that was what all that's all about. You can read all that in the 53rd chapter of Isaiah. But what I wanted you to see in the spirit, he, he no longer looked like a human being while he was in hell. And, and the, every demon in hell attacked him to annihilate him and, and, and hold him. But these words, under the sun he said, thy throne, O God, is forever and ever. A scepter of righteousness is the scepter of thy kingdom. You have loved righteousness, hated iniquity. Therefore, God, even your God, has anointed you with all of gladness above your fellows. And you, Lord, in the beginning, has laid the foundation of the earth and the heavens are the works of your hands. They'll perish, but you remain. They all shall wax old as does a garment, as a vesture that shall, you shall fold them up and they'll be changed, but you are the same and your years shall not fail. To which of the angels said he at any time, sit on my right hand till I make your enemies your footstool. Those are the words that entered into the bowels of this earth, into hell itself, words of faith and power, creative words. You better be listening to me. <laughs> You're going to like this. There he is. Every demon of hell, he's in the pit. No man has ever gone that deep into hell. He is in the pit suffering for all mankind. Those words, God, Thy throne is forever and ever. You have loved righteousness. Come, sit on my right hand until I make your enemies your footstool. <laughs> Hallelujah. A born again man. Ha, 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 ha. I mean demons bouncing off the wall to hell. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Amen. Oh, I get so excited about it. Amen. But now here, hey, listen to me quickly. Listen to me well. Listen to me good. That same thing happened to you and me. Amen. 
The moment we heard the word, we believed it in our heart and then we said it with our mouths and faith came and we were born again. Not of corruptible seed, but incorruptible seed by the word of the living God. <laughs> Hallelujah, which lives and abides forever. Same thing. You and I have the exact spiritual DNA of Jesus. Glory be to God. Hallelujah. Ah, whoa. Amen. Can you see it? I know you can. God called things that be not as though they were, and they are. Amen. Now Jesus comes up and calls things that be not as though they were. And they are. Hallelujah. And he's given us the same authority. He's given us the same power. He's given us the same word. He's given us his name. No, he didn't just give us that name so we would, so we'd have something to fight with. We're named after him. Hallelujah. Amen. The Bible says the name of the Lord is a strong tower and the righteous run into it. Amen. Jesus said in the 17th chapter of John while he was praying, I have kept them in your name. He didn't say, I have kept them in your name. No, he said, I've kept them inside your name. Glory to God. And then after, on the day of Pentecost, when, when, <laughs> When Peter and John and Mary, the mother of Jesus, and, and, and oh, that 120 powerhouse people were in that upper room praising God and shouting, and the power of God fell, and they came out on the streets speaking and praying in tongues, shouting and having such a good time, and, and, and glory to God. And then you know what happened? They, I mean, an outpouring of the Spirit of God and healing power came, and they said, even those that got under the shadow of people were healed. If there wasn't anything in the shadow, and it wasn't because Peter was an apostle. No, we found out different from that in the third chapter of the book of Acts. When he that the man at the beautiful gate. Listen to what? Let's turn over there. Uh, hey. Yeah. Woo. We're talking about calling things that be not as though they were. You liking this? I am liking this. I am loving this. Glory to God. Peter and John went up together. Now, now, before, before, before I read this, let me get back to it now. The shadow of people, of Peter, healing people, it wasn't the shadow. It doesn't say, Jesus didn't say, my words are not my own. It's the shadow of God within me that does the work. No, no, no. He said, it's, it, it's the Father that dwells within me that does the work. That process is from Genesis 1 to Revelation. That's the way it works. Now, it is a proximity measurement to let you know wherever Peter, wherever he was, I see my shadow up there that's coming from this light. Now, Wherever he was, I, my shadows run out there about, oh, 10, 15 feet, I guess. Wherever he was, if, if you were within 10 or 15 feet of him in any direction, he was in the name. 
You're in the name. You're not, you don't just have the name. You don't just speak in the name. You speak from within the name, particularly if you're walking by faith. So he's, he's moving by, he, he is moving, ministering, and all he had, all you had to do is get within 15, 20 feet of him and the power of God was there to heal you. Same thing was, oh glory. Now, third chapter. Let me show you some. Peter and John went up together into the temple at the hour of prayer being the ninth hour, three o'clock in the afternoon. As certain man lame from his mother's womb was carried, whom they laid daily at the gate of the temple, which is called beautiful to ask alms of them that entered into the temple, who seeing Peter and John about to go into the temple, ask an alms. Now, get it, get it. Are you listening? Peter, fastening his eyes upon him with John, said, Look on us. He gave heed to them, expecting to receive something of them. Peter said, Silver and gold have I none, such as I have, give I thee. Now listen, he's going to call things that be not as though they were. This guy ain't never walked. He can't walk. <clears throat> In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, rise up and walk. Would you get up, please? No, no, look. He took him by the right hand and lifted him up, and immediate, immediately, his feet and ankle bones received strength. He called things that be not as though they were. That's the release of power. That's the release of his faith. That's the re release of the power in the name of Jesus. But then he caught him by the hand. That's corresponding action. Ah! And immediately, We hope you enjoyed today's teaching from Kenneth Copeland Ministries. Be sure to get the notes at kcm.org slash notes. And remember, Jesus is Lord.